よ皆さん、マンゲスンズイポッドキャストで聞いてくれたことどうもありがとうございます。本日、毎日と同じように僕はジョン先生が日本語を面白くて教えて差し上げます。Hey everybody, welcome to the Manga Sensei Podcast. I'm your host, John Sensei, and today, like every day, we're breaking down the world's most epic language in, well, not five minutes or less today. We're going to be interviewing, like we do on our Saturday podcast, with someone who is using Japanese in their life or in their job. And when today we're interviewing Von Gessel, and no, that is not a middle name or a just simple last name altogether. It is a first and a last name, as I have so been、um, taught and corrected. <laughs> and it's Van. Van. <laughs> 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 um, Dr. Dr. Gessel, please introduce yourself to the、uh, manga setos out there. Okay.、Um, I currently teach modern Japanese literature at Brigham Young University.、Uh, I did my, well, I was a missionary in Japan. I came back and decided that I wanted to continue my study of Japanese, but I wasn't sure what to do after I received my bachelor's degree from the University of Utah in political science. So I went to Japan for a year, dragged my new bride there, and lived in Tokyo for a year teaching English.、Mm-hmm. And from there, decided I was going to go to graduate school.、Uh, I was accepted at Columbia University, and there did a master's and PhD in modern Japanese literature.、Um, studied with Donald Keene, among others. And、uh, got my first job. I actually taught a year at Columbia after I received my PhD. Then I taught two years at Notre Dame,、uh, eight years at UC Berkeley. And in 1990, I came to BYU. So that's kind of my trajectory, if you will. Trajectory. And that, that's not all you. You've also done a lot of things with your, with not only just doing your research at university, but also translating numerous, numerous novels,、right. seven, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Correct.、Mm-hmm. As, well, as well as recently helping out、uh, with, uh, on, on, a, and on a movie, which,、yes. I was, which I've now watched. Four times? Only four? Only four. Well, I'm still ahead of you, but that four is good. <laughs> well, I, I have here at least beating me there, but I,、uh, only one has been the assignment. Ah. So. Well, that's good.、Uh, And of course, the movie we're talking about is Martin Scorsese's、uh, film Silence, an adaptation of the novel by Endo Shusaku,、uh, whose work is what I have mainly translated.、Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen the movie and you really want to question、um, your personal <coughs> beliefs, Uh, it's, uh, or not. It's a, ver- it's a very.、Uh, it's, one of, it's one of the movies that, one, for one, doesn't insult your intelligence.、Mm-hmm. Like、mm-hmm. a lot of movies I feel do, it, do nowadays. And I'm no movie critic. But、um, I feel like it also gave a movie that you, you, you think about when you go home. I feel like a, a lot of the movies. My, my, actually, one of my dear friends from、uh, back at home in Nebraska said when he watched the new Avengers movie, he's like, it was good, and then I forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, most movies you kind of leave in the, the theater as you walk out the door.、Mm-hmm. You know, you've experienced it, you've had all these ups and downs with the explosions and the car chases and everything else. Right. And all the other stuff that they do with computer graphics now. But anyway. Right.、Um, but, you know, it's entertaining. Yes, it is. And it's, it can be fun.、Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be、um, upsetting in some ways, depending on the storyline. But ultimately,、um, when it ends, you walk out the door and get back to your life. Mm-hmm. Um, movies like Silence,、um, I think it's very hard for most people that I have talked to and most people whose comments I have read online.、Um, it's a movie that forces you to feel and to think and to carry the ideas with you out of the theater、yeah. and really grapple with them and find out some things about yourself. Yeah. I think it's also a very, very deep film. I mean, when you watch it for the first time, I think you get very much wrapped up in the. Protagonists,、mm-hmm. 
um, if you can say there's one um, pro problem. Mm -hmm. that, however, um, when you when I watched it for the third time, seeing all of the little tiny nuances that I missed the first two times mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. the the idea of water, how big and grand it is, but it's almost silent and it's crashing. Yes. Or and can be deadly. And can be deadly. Or when or just even some of the interactions that one of the main character has with water and the people mm -hmm. around that have to deal with water. And not just water, the um, how si how do you portray the idea of silence in a movie? Yeah. Yeah. I mean Because I mean, how much sound is there in most movies? There's a lot. Yes. And in this one, there is virtually no sound track. No, there's not. There's in terms of music, there's a lot right. of nature sounds mm -hmm. and a lot of silence. Which, it, it, you know, at the, at the end of really good movies, when you want to clap at the end, that's mm -hmm. the only thing that threw me off is like, is it over? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you, you're stuck with this resignation of... of and I don't want to give it any away because I want people to go and watch this movie. It's it's absolutely wonderful. Is um, not wonderful as in like it doesn't leave you with a good happy feeling at the end, but it does leave you with a a silence that you have to deal with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, in in many ways it's an art film mm -hmm. um, in the sense that uh, the 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 craft that has been put into it, the artistry that has been mm -hmm. put into it, is fabulous in and of itself. The cinematography, the setting, everything is just extraordinarily art artistic, and yet at the same time, you're dealing with ideas and beliefs and the struggles um, between different kinds of beliefs and between mm -hmm. different cultures, right. Japan and uh, the Christian West. And um, those, those kinds of things aren't your standard fare when you go to the movie theater. It's not. And now, one thing I thought was very, very interesting, and this is where we're going to start really getting to the Japanese and the translation of things, you said this movie is, Silence, is closer to the novel than the actual English translation of Silence. Yes. And could you elaborate on that a little bit more? Sure, sure. Um, the novel, written in 1966 by Endo, who was a Japanese Catholic, passed away in 1996, but... Um, published the novel, and it was translated just a couple of years later by a, uh, an Irish Jesuit priest mm -hmm. who was living and working in Tokyo uh, at a university. And, um, you know, the, the translation has been out there for, um, gosh, 40-some um, years now, 45 mm -hmm. years. And um, so, you know, it's been widely read, and one of the key problems is that the, the central scene, the sort of the scene that gives you the entire meaning of the novel and what Endo is really expressing about uh -huh. faith, uh, is mistranslated. I see. And that's an issue because yes, it, is. it, it completely shapes your interpretation of the, this core action of the main character and, uh, you know, it misleads. And so um, I have published a couple of articles, as a couple, a couple of other scholars have as well, about these problems with the translation. Right. And uh, Mr. Scorsese, as he was doing his research and using his research assistant uh, to prepare the film, uh, read a couple of those articles and realized that um, if he was going to be true to the book, right. uh, he was going to have to break through the barrier of the English translation Yes. and find out what the original Japanese says. Mm -hmm. So um, he was referred to me, and working through his research assistant over a period of about three and a half years, um, I tried to help them to see 
where the problems were in the published English translation and what the original novel says mm -hmm. and what it really meant um, in terms of what Endo was trying to express. And I was actually delighted to see the film when it was finally done. Uh, I had a private screening in Mr. Scorsese's office in New York. And uh, I was just, I was thrilled really to see how faithful he had been to what I see as the essence of the book. So I think it's so key to be able to, one, um, have have a talented talented director being able to pull pull these important things into to find the the truth that's in, that's missing in the English translation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I think I find it even more so fascinating being able to find in a in your second or third language, whatever Japanese is, um, being able to find in something that's not your mother tongue the this core, and then being able to replicate it and then deliver it to somebody else so they can so they can. Do with it as do with it as they may to actually be mm -hmm. true to something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean that in and of itself is an act of translation. Yes, because I am taking the original Japanese and providing my own translated interpretation into English to help Mr. Scorsese see um, through my eyes. Right. And so you know, if I'm wrong, then I've messed him up too. Right. Um, but I, I trust I'm not. But what do I know? Um, but. <laughs> Um, you know, that, that is a, an act of translation. I, I, I felt many times kind of like a go-between, a nakodo, mm -hmm. who is um, trying to satisfy both sides right. of this relationship between director and novelist. Right. And I, it's, it, it shows the sign of a, of a good translator. I did a little, a little time doing some uh, simultaneous uh, interpretation. Uh-huh. And you survived that. I did. I did Amazing. it for two years. Wow. And it was... So hard. Yes. yes. Especially, I had one lady who I won't say who she was, mm -hmm. um, nor who she's married to. <laughs> and she gave a speech to about two thousand people that I was translating for a, a small group of about twenty Japanese folks. Mm -hmm. And her whole speech was on a um, a line from Shakespeare mm -hmm. and the importance of it. Mm -hmm. Now I've read some Shakespeare in English, but have. No, no, I've looked at Hamlet in Japanese once, uh -huh. and it wasn't uh -huh. even Hamlet. It was, it was like, I'm pretty sure it was from Merchant of Venice. Oh, my word. And I was, that was one of the hardest things oh. I have ever done with Japanese, yeah, yeah, hands yeah, down. Yeah. I have, very early in my career, in fact, I think I was still in graduate school, I was lassoed into doing a little bit of um, that simultaneous or sequential interpretation. Mm -hmm. And um, talk about sweating bullets. Yeah. And wishing that you had perfect command of both languages, because yes. um, without a command of English to know the variety of words that might be used to properly mm -hmm. translate the nuances of what the Japanese is saying, right. um, you can really mess things up. Yes, yes, and you can. And there are, unfortunately, a lot of anecdotes about that happening with translators. Right. How did, how did you, be one, get into translation, and how did you perfect your craft, so to say? Um, when I started in my graduate work in Japanese literature at Columbia, um, I had read Endo's Silence in English translation. Mm -hmm. Didn't know at the time that there were right. issues with it. Right. Because I hadn't looked at the original Japanese. 
and became fascinated with Endo because you know he's dealing with these issues of faith, which I had dealt with as a missionary in Japan, right. and uh, felt like um, here was a writer that I could relate to, that I could learn from. So I wanted to read more of his work. Right. And I went and found a couple of his more recent works uh, at a Japanese bookstore in New York City, mm -hmm. and. Uh, started reading them and was really drawn into um, what he was saying, how he was expressing it, his skill as a writer. And as I'm reading in the original Japanese, I'm thinking, you know, I, I really want more people to be able to have the kind of experience that I'm having reading this book. Right. But those in the English-speaking world who don't know Japanese, and at that point in time, there weren't a whole lot of people who had studied Japanese. Um, and I realized that you know one thing that I could do, because I've always been interested in literature, um, is um, translate uh, a few things so that I can share that experience with readers in English. Right. So I, uh, with all of the uh, chutzpah that uh, a graduate student can have, uh -huh. I wrote a fan letter to Endo told him how much I appreciated his work and that someday I said, mm -hmm. I wrote this in Japanese, right. so maybe he didn't understand the word, but someday <laughs> I would like to translate one of your works. Mm -hmm. I said, and I just read these two and I think they're very, very nice. I didn't expect an answer. I mean, this is a very famous, very busy writer. And right. within a couple of weeks I had a response in the mail. Mm -hmm. uh, mail is stuff they used to put into like airplanes and, and okay. take an actual physical object to a person and okay. deliver it to their house. I mean to explain that for your audience. Sorry, yeah, so that's it's so instead of receiving it on my iPad. Right. They they had no, no, we had this in Nebraska. It's, it's in the uh, metal box on the top of the pole. It's like a mile out from my porch in Nebraska. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, an iPad back in my day was something you put over your eye when you injured it. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. So um, he said in his response, uh, thank you. I'm very glad you're interested in my work. And uh, one of the books you mentioned, um, someone has already asked to translate it, but why don't you go ahead and translate the other one? And I'm thinking, wait a minute. This is my first year in graduate school. I don't really know anything. Uh, I don't have really the time to translate a whole novel because it was pretty yeah. difficult work yeah. at that point in my study of Japanese. Um, but I actually ended up meeting him shortly after that and he said, how's the translation going? And I said, um, 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 I've been uh, <laughs> been a little busy, sorry. Um, he says, well, get going. There's a, my publisher in London really wants to bring out another one of my books. I said, okay. So I started in and uh, ended up finishing the translation, and it was published uh, by a publisher in London and then picked up by a publisher in America. It was published in London uh, the same year that I finished my Ph.D., and that kind of got me caught, and it didn't hurt, of course, that I had met Endo, uh, was now corresponding with him, and right. would see him every time I went to Japan. So we had this personal relationship, and after that first translation was published, he asked me if I would be willing and interested in translating the novel he was writing right at that time. Right. And I said, uh, yeah, I think maybe I'd be interested. <laughs> um, and that turned out to be a novel called The Samurai. Mm -hmm. uh, which, after Silence, is probably his um, most widely respected and interesting novel on these issues of Christianity and Japan, of belief, mm -hmm. and of uh, having to 
live with persecution of you because of your faith, all those right. kind of things. And all these all these books, as well as Dr. Kessel's translations, will be in the show notes on Amazon, so you can purchase them and read them for yourself. Yes, and don't worry, um, all of my royalties came from the editions published in the UK, so I won't be getting a penny off of your kindness in purchasing off of Amazon. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll see if I can pull the publisher from London. I'll, I'll <laughs> But for last question, I think before we jump into uh -huh. doing this in Japanese, uh -huh. is for those people that are interested in, um, or even if they're just at the beginning levels of Japanese and are want to study this, to translate this language, mm -hmm. what would be your uh, sage-like advice? My sage-like advice. Mm -hmm. So feel free to word it as sagely as possible. Oh my word! No pressure here, is no. there? <laughs> this will only be listened to thousands of people. Is that all? Okay, That's fine. The 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 the. You know, starting out with the language, um, for me, the most critical thing is to abandon notions of what proper grammar is based on the English model. If you try to take English grammar and the way it's structured and just plug in Japanese words, you are not going to be ever speaking Japanese. So you sort of see, need to let go of those preconceptions of subject, verb, object, um, and allow yourself to recognize that uh, the Japanese language is not a romance language, has not been influenced by English in terms of its original um, essence, mm -hmm. um, and you need to begin to understand the, the subtle ways in which that verb, or verbal if you prefer, uh, at the end of the sentence um, is conveying massive amounts of information. Um, and that's really where the action takes place. Not just the action because it's a verb, but in terms of uh, the way it is conjugated, the way that it is used for negation or affirmation. Uh, so much is going on, so pay attention to those verbs and pay attention to the way the grammar functions, and by all means, listen to models online or among your friends who are Japanese of correct Japanese pronunciation. Because compared to the pronunciation of American English um, or any other form of English, frankly, um, we're messy, particularly with yes, our vowels. Yes, we are. And the Japanese are purists when it comes to the vowels. There are only five vowels in the world, and they are a, i, u, e, o. And in that order. Any, in, yes, and <laughs> any attempt to vary those into an a or an e or a or anything else other than a is going to spoil communication. Yes, it is. So. Regiment yourself um, in terms of pronunciation. Pay attention to when consonants are doubled, like hakiri, because that conveys yes. um, specific information that is lost mm -hmm. if you miss the pronunciation by even a fraction. So if you pay attention to the way the grammar is unique compared to English, and pay attention to the very strict, rigid sound system, um, you're going to be making good progress as long as you work hard. Yeah. I, whole, I wholeheartedly agree, and Dr. Gessel is a 
is a professional, literally, at this. And so I recommend that you do exactly what he says. Focus on things that are different and be a purist in your study of Japanese in Japanese. Um, with that, we will transition now over to Japan speaking and conducting the interview in Japanese. Um, if you are even a beginning speaker, I still recommend that you listen to this interview. Despite the mistakes that I will make, um, it is a good opportunity to, one, practice your listening skills, be able to hear grammar patterns that you may not be familiar with, as well as deepen your understanding of Japanese um, from this conversation. Um, with that,の翻訳はい。はい。あの、英語に直したかということに注意はい。練習ですね。確かに。あの、文章を よく日本語の意味をなんか翻訳する、翻訳すると日本人のなんか教え、なんか教えて、これは正しいのかって尋ねてきて、何回も何回もやったことあるのに、あの、失敗がありました。間違えて間違えて間違えてするほど間違えす
本当の意味、本当に何を伝え,ば伝えたかったのか、はっきり分かりました。うん、初めに読むとき、はっきり分かりませんでしたが、なんとなく分かるだけではありませんけど、ただ理解しなかったです。把握しなかったです。それで、まだあのゲスル先生のおっしゃったことにの一点、ちょっと強調させていただきたいんですけれども、あの翻訳するとき、直訳知らずにあの意味を翻訳するのだとおっしゃったんですけれども、もそれもっと詳しくなんか説明してくださいませんかそうですね、あの言葉というのが面白いですね、あのはい、表面的な意味と、はい、その裏にあるあの気持ちですね、はい、とニュアンス、はい、両方があるわけです。で言葉だけを自分の国の言葉に直せば、はい、それは不十分ですよ。はい、なぜかというとあの日本語の言葉の,あの根本的な根本的というよりあの非常に深いニュアンスを発揮して訳してみないと。はい、それはいい翻訳とは絶対言えませんそうですねはいやっぱりそうですはいだからあのただその表面的な言葉の意味をそのまんまあの英語の文法の順,順番に直せば、はい、それはあの機械でもできるわけですはいはいはい、まああのグーグルトランスレイっていうのが<笑>日本語になると全くあの冗談のような<笑>冗談よりなんかは半端なものになるんじゃないですか<笑>そうなんですよそうなだから笑いものですよ、はい、だからあのでもあの言葉一つずつあの直訳すればそれはバカでもできるはずです、はい、ですからその文章の気持ち、はい、その文章の深い意義を自分の国の言葉に直せないとそれはいい翻訳とは言えないですね。言えないですね。はい、ありがとうございます。うん、それで僕はあの僕というかあの私毎回たつ月日先生に話すとや,やっぱりなんか丁寧語に使う必要がありますので。<笑><笑>はい、そうです。あのしかも僕のあ先輩で日本よくしてなんかご存知ですし、それで、あの日本語を初めてなな習おうとしたときにです、ねうんあの、どういうふうに日本,日本語をあの勉強していらっしゃいましたか、はい、あのこれはまた特別な経験ですけれども、はい、あのモルモ教会の宣教師として、はいあのまず2ヶ月間集中して、はい、あの暗記するわけです。で昔はあの、はい、暗記だけだったんです。そうですね。だから僕は最初にその2ヶ月間あのハワイでやったんですけれども、ハワイですか。はい。あのそれをあの毎日毎日あの暗記して、はい、あのちょっと言葉として喋ってみること。はい、毎日毎日あの朝早くから夜遅くまで、はい、確かにやったわけです,です、ねはい、で結局それは最初のうちは、はい、ただ
こういう音と次の音を一緒にして喋るわけですね、はい、それは本当の意味が分からなくても、はい、この音とその音を一緒にやるとなどうにかしてそれが意味をなすっていう風だったんです<笑>それはかなり悪いですね悪いですよ悪いですよ、はい、ただあの暗記すればするほどあのそのそのそこにある文法をなんか感じて、はい、それを真似すると、はい、やはりそれはベースになるんですね。はい、そしてそこから直接日本に行って、はい、日本人と毎日あの喋ってみると、はい、どんどんあ今言った言葉は間違ってるとか。はいあ今使った文法は絶対通じなかったとか、はいそ,うね、そういうことに気がついてだからあの間違いをたくさんして、はい、そしてそれが間違いであるということを人に教えてもらって、はいはい、それをじゃあどういうふうに言えばいいですかとそれが気なしそうですねそうなんですよ、はい、そうなんですよで,すでそれを実際に分かっている日本人じゃないとダメなんですよねはいだからそれを聞いて、はい、今回はそれを真似て使ってみれば、はい、少しずつほんの少しずつゆっくりと自分の能力が、はい、あの上達するんですね素晴らしいですねそ,その質問はか,かなり良かったと思いますな,なぜかというとあの特に,外国,あのに外国人が日本語を習うつもりだあると直訳したいなんですねあの自分の言葉をなんか通じたい伝えたいです気持ちがもちろんありますけどどういうふうにそういう気持ちを伝うのか日本人の立場が全然こうなんか違いますので、うん、日本人の言葉日本語のことじゃなくて日本人の日本語で使う必要がありますいやありますよそれであのは日本語がまな,まなして、うんそういう音を通し、その意味を治るということを理解したら、日本に行くと、多分間違ってしまいましたかもしれません。うん、そういう経験がいらっしゃいますかありますかありますよ。ありますよ。たくさんあります。<笑>ありますかはい。山ほどあります。えー、ただあの、それが間違いであることを、やっぱりあの頭に置いてて、はいあの喋りながら、はい、あの他人の顔を見て、はい、その反応を通して通じているかどうかは大体わかるんですね。はいまあ、日本人はよくあの能面のような顔をするのが得意ですけれどもやっぱりあの自分のしゃ,しゃべる日本語が通じない場合はちょっとあの。目で、でもじるじる見るな皆さん。<笑><笑>それが、はい、あのやっぱりあのあごめんなさいあの僕はあの僕の先言ったことはあの通じませんでしたね。はい。そうするとあの
僕の言おうとしたことはあのどうやってお分かりになったんですかと聞いて、はいはいはい、その人がこれですと言えばあのやっぱりそれであのあもっといい表現があるとか、はいはいはい、もっといい単語があるとか、はい、あのそれがどんどんと身につけて覚えなくちゃいけないんですね。はい、そうですね。それを覚えないと、はい、あの絶対ためにならないですね。そうですね。はい、素晴らしい。僕はあの日本について、はい、あの1月1970年の1月に、はい、そして寒いあの冬の日で、どこにあの好きしておりましたか？あの関西のね、はい、あの尼崎って、ね、尼崎ですか？はい、町です。で。あの最初の日じゃなかったけどその次の日には、はい、僕はあのもう一人の宣教師と、はい、あの一緒にあの不幸不況活動をやってましたね、はい、でその仲間があの僕より4ヶ月上だったかなだから日本語はまだまだ、はいはいあのー、僕もまだまだですよ<笑><笑>でも彼はもっとまだまだだったまだまだまだですか<笑>はいまだまだまだまだまだであの僕たちはあのその時あの教会の方で、はい、あのスライドショー、はい、スライド幻灯という時の言いましたけれども今は言葉絶対使わないけど、えー、ピピと使います最近<笑><笑>でそれは教会の紹介だったんですね、はいだからあの町で日本人と会ってあのちょっと話していいですかと聞いて、はい、あの自分の教会についてちょっとあの説明するスライドショーがありますからそれを見ていただけませんか、はいはい、とあのでそれはどういうふうにその日本人に言えばいいかとその仲間に聞いたんですね。はい、で彼がねスライド幻灯を見せたけたい。はい、で僕はえ見せてあげたい見せてあげたいうん、うん、でそれはやっぱりあの彼は上だから先輩だから、はいはいはい、やっぱりあの間違ってるはずがないないですねはいやっぱりと思ってそれを使ってみたんですはいで通じませんね<笑>確かにねはい<笑>はいだから結局あの非常に優しい日本人が、はい、あのもしかして見せてあげたいというふうに言おうとしていらっしゃるんですかと言ってくださって「はい、あそれが正しい日本語ですか」と「あうん」<笑><笑>その後は「見せてあげたい」と一回も使わなかったんです。えー、いですねはいそしてあの自分まあこういう話していいのかねいいですよもちろん<笑><笑>あのやっぱりあの教会について話すときは、はい、いろいろとあの教えを説明するんですね、はい、そしてあの一つは盲セの実会あそうですかっていうのがありますねはい、はい、でそれがやっぱりあの聖書の旧約聖書にはい、書いてありますね。そうですね。そして、あの、もちろん日本語訳の聖書がありますので。はい。あの、それは、あの。出エジプト記の二十章にあるんで
聖書、はい、日本語の聖書を開いてその人に読んでもらうわけですはいはいはいそして4番目だったかなあのはっきり覚えてないけれども一、はい、つは「Thou shalt not commit adultery、はい」とありますね他人にすることですねはいそしてそのフリガンがついてるから日本人は「勘引してはならない」え、はい、それはどういう意味勘引っていう言葉はわからないんですねはい特に,若い人に日本人わからないでしょわからないよ、ね、はいでに日本語では今使ってないんですよ使いてちゃいけませんそう,そうだからあの19歳の外国人である僕に、はい、この日本語この古い全く見たことのない日本語はどういう意味ですかはいと聞かれるとはい困っちゃいますねもちろんですはい、はい、僕はま,まだまだに漢字の深い意味でも分からないし<笑>日,本日,本日本語のなんか漢字書いてあるし振り金が,が,が,があってもはっきりと分かりませんでしょ、うん、そうそうそうそう振り金を読んでそれが意味が分かるっていうわけじゃないですねはい<笑>だから<笑>日本人でしょなんで分からないか<笑>分かってくれない<笑>そうそうそうだからあの僕はあの辞書を使ってはいいろいろと調べて、はいはい、あのいろんな言葉を使ってみた、はい、それは説明するためにそうです、はい、そしてあの使った単語は一回も、はい、あのどう言えばいいのかなやっぱりあの正しくなかったんですねああの例えばあの僕はちょっとあのこう言い回りをして、はいはい、こういうような男女関係について説明しようとしたら、はいはい、あのその聞いてる若い日本人の女性が「えデートしてはダメ<笑><笑>って言うんですよ。違う違う違う違う付き合うはダメだよ皆さん付き合っちゃダメ<笑>そうデートは絶対いけないだから、はい、あの今回やっぱりあの辞書を引いて、はい、もう一つの言葉を見つけた、はい、でそれはねあの日本人の女性の宣教師がいたわけですねあそうですかはい一緒にあの同じところで布教をやってたんです、はいはい、である日その、辞書で見た言葉を、はいはい、あの彼女たちに言ったら2人ともね「わーそういう言葉絶対使わないでください!」それいやいやいや使っていかないよ」<笑>つまりいやらしい言葉が辞書に載っていたんですあそうですかはいだから使ってはいけない言葉が辞書にあったんですよへーそれは別に変な辞書じゃなくて普通の辞書なんですよへえなぜにっとるんだろうねえそれはちょっとだからあの使った言葉でそういう会員の説明をすることは一回も自分が満足していたわけじゃないです2年間ずっとえー
恥ずかしい話なんだけどえー、僕多分そういうことはまだしか僕は多分まだしかっちしかっておるかもしれませんけれどもやばいですね<笑>きっと危ないですよへえ皆さん注意してはい注意してないよ辞書を使うとき必ずこれ本当の意味調べてみてこの単語だけではなくて文章の中にある漢字をなんか調べてみて皆さんへえそうなんです大変ですね大変ですよはい<笑>お疲れ様でしたいやいやいやいややっぱりあの生き残ったけど<笑>多分今のところでしょどうやってそのことをはっきりと使うなんか方が方法はよくご存知ですねまあどうにかして説明はできると思いますね、はい、今はちょっとはい勘弁してくださいお願いします遠慮<笑>させていただいてもよろしいでしょう<笑>じゃあ皆さん With, with that, we will have to wrap things up before we go. And this podcast has run a little long, but it's been, it's been such a good conversation. I think it's things that everybody can use and that it's,、uh, it's going to be a lot of good advice for anyone that wants to be a translator or just wants to improve their Japanese. But if you have any last,、uh, any last words to say to the manga sensei audience or、um, any final advice you can give to somebody who's,、uh, who's tried to learn Japanese a couple of times via Genki textbook、mm-hmm. and has.、Uh, Found, them, found themselves telling their doctor that they're lonely、mm-hmm. or what have you.、Yes. What advice would you give? Or possibly losing their sanity. There is that.、Yeah. There is that.、Um, you know, it's interesting that that textbook is called Genki. <laughs> because yeah, if yeah, your attitude is isn't Genki, and if you haven't got、um, a sincere determination、uh-huh. to learn the language, this、yes. is not, with all due respect to Manga Sensei, Yes, This is no, not just about being able to read manga in Japanese. No, it's not.、Um, there is much more to Japanese, but、yes, what you have probably already discovered、mm-hmm. is that this is one bear of a language.、Mm-hmm. It is extremely difficult.、Um, studies have shown that just studying in the classroom, for instance, at a university, just studying in the classroom,、um, the number of hours required to reach Uh, a good proficiency level in Spanish, let's say.、Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. You take that number of hours and times it by four, and that is the number of hours to reach the same level of proficiency in Japanese.、Whew. So you can say that as a language, yes. it doesn't mean it's a better language,、nope. a superior language, it just means that it takes four times as long. To get good at Japanese、mm-hmm. as it does to get good at one of the Romance languages Spanish, French, whatever. whatever.、Yeah. Um, so, giving up is not a good option if you're serious about this. No.、Um, being frustrated is natural. Yes. It's unavoidable. And、um, you just have to plow through that. And as we love to say, Gambaru, right up to the end. So.、Um, And push your way through because at one point, if you keep going, you're going to have a day where you have an actual conversation in Japanese、mm-hmm. with a real living Japanese person and they understand it and you understand a lot <laughs> of what they say in response、yeah. 
and you realize it can be done. Yes. But you have to be patient until you get to that day, and that, that's where you once again recover your genki. Yes. And move forward. I remember when I, the, the, the day it happened for me, mm -hmm. I had studied Japanese every day. I was bringing my dictionary on the train with me so I could read it as I was sitting down so I wouldn't waste any time. Right, right. And I remember people would talk, people would look at my Japanese uh, friend, mm -hmm. and I would say something to them, they'd look at him, and he'd say it would back to this movie, we went this weird little triangle. One day I said something, <laughs> and they went, yeah, and so what? And I was like, mm -hmm. what do you mean, so what? <laughs> and I was like, wait, no, not so what. They understood what I was saying. Yes, yes, exactly. And it, that made all the difference, and now it's, it's, yeah, it makes all the difference. It does. And, uh, so, yeah. I'll have to sign off there, but uh, thank you everybody for listening, and I will catch you tomorrow. Johnny. Johnny!